Welcome to the podcast, Insequeer. I'm your Insequeer as fuck ass host, Chloe Beck. And I did that. Insequeer as fuck ass host, Chloe Beck. I did that. I did that. I did that. I'm doing this for you guys. So while I wrapped up season one, I really didn't have a vision for what the project was going to become or what it was going to do or like what my next zhuzh was. And uh, about December 1st, I was full transparency. I was sitting on the toilet and I was paying my bills. Like I'm in a, I'm a person who, while I'm not Yvonne OG yet and shit is on auto pay, I'm not quite there yet. I am very intentional about paying my bills. As soon as the money hit, I want to get that shit out the way so I can see what a girl is playing with. Uh, in the month of December, your girl is playing with nothing. I spent uh, from the toilet. I paid a credit card bill that was $844, a credit card bill that was $404, uh, a Best Buy bill because a bitch thinks she's sexy and needed some mood lighting, which was $118 for light bulbs. My grandmother's probably rolling over her grave. Like light bulbs, she used to buy 200 for $2. And here I am trying to set the fucking mood. The mood is you're broke. And since I'm so fucking broke, the only gift that I can give is... The 12 days of Podmas. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome. Uh, so Insequeer the podcast presents uh, the 12 days of Podmas. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be recording 12 episodes in the key of that stupid song on the 12 days of Christmas. But on the 12 days of Podmas, I'm going to be chronicling um what the fuck has been going on for the 12 days of my life. So like uh, the the scheme is like on the 12th day of pod miss my insecurity gave to me, which is what I'm going to get into here pretty soon. But when I came up with this idea, I first had to learn what the fucking song meant. And did you guys know that the 12 days of Christmas are not like 12 days leading up to Christmas? It literally is the song on the first day of Christmas, meaning December 25th would be the first day of Christmas. Uh, fuck y'all. I'm not recording shit for y'all like that. Uh, from Christmas to January, Christmas is over in my book. The minute the wrapping paper is off and I've gotten too drunk and I'm crying, listening to the emotions, uh, singing, what do the lonely do at Christmas? So, uh, like most things, I'm going to reimagine it, if you will, and interpret it how I'd like. So I'm going to be doing what yet again, another pseudo countdown, but I'm going to be doing 12 days leading up to Christmas. So every day for 12 days, you're going to get a podcast about something that my insecurity has given me for Christmas. So I'm just going to jump right in because 12 is perfect. And I'm starting from 12. I don't I'm fucking it all up. I'm flipping it and reversing it because I love Missy Elliott. And because bitch, this is my podcast. I do what the fuck I want. And this is my gift to you. And it is the thought that count. And when I tell you so much thought, so much, so much thought. So uh, on the 12th day of this pod miss, uh, my insecurity gave me $12,000 worth of credit card debt. <laughs> so literally, like you heard me say that I paid off a credit card bill that was $800, one that was $400, um, a bunch of store credit cards somewhere in that $100 variant, which reminds me that I probably have an old Navy bill that I need to attend to. Uh, fuck me. But yeah. So along with that, I also have a credit card that has like consolidated all of my other debt. Um, and it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's all my debts for credit. Like we don't count school debt, 
school debt, that shit, y'all can keep that. Actually, y'all can get these degrees back because for the, the price of these fucks, y'all can keep that. Um, so I don't really count school debt, uh, luckily, because I work in an industry where I, I'm, I'm very on par for loan forgiveness as long as uh, the troll man doesn't fuck it up between now and his exit or extended stay or squatting. I don't fucking know what he's going to do. But I don't think about student loan debt. And I'm very fortunate to not even have a lot of that in comparison to some numbers that I've heard. I only have about $25,000 worth of student loan debt that I've been paying on for 25 years. And I still haven't seen any. But hey, when you're only paying $100 a month, like, bitch, where do you think your debt's gonna go? But that's one of the perks of being a helping professional or a teacher. I, I guess those people help. But yeah, so all my other debt, the, the $12,000 of credit card debt is strictly Chloe insecurity debt. Um, and while you all know that I have this love, love, hate concern for Kanye, he has never been more correct about the insecurity thing, right? Like we buy a lot of clothes and we don't really need them. Things we buy to cover up what's inside because they made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. And this shorty is the baller. So I know where we at. And that's why I've been balling on credit. Um, so when I look at my credit card debt and I look at uh, how it became $12,000, it is literally all irresponsible. It is all seeped and steeped in insecurities and, and it's buying Yeezys and Beyonce's <laughs> and I don't give a fuck about what you're about to say about that because while I'm trying to be an adult and while I've already talked to you all about wanting to like move away from um, my job and live where I work and get an apartment and become an adult and pay all those things and I know that starts with budgeting and taking care of yourself and doing this thing that no one knows how to do where I come from saving money um while I'm still going to discuss the insecurity part, there are some of the purchases that I made. <laughs> I say that to say uh, there's a lot of purchases that I made that I do not regret. So I don't want this to ever come across like that. Look at that shit. But being fully trans transparent, um, a lot of that debt is because I grew up insecure as a child. Like my family was not food insecure, but we were... Uh, oh, I don't know, opportunity insecure. Some of us were educationally insecure. Some of us were just, uh, I grew up with a grandmother who had a credit card addiction. Like she had maybe a thousand credit cards. Like I remember her wallet booklet used to open up and it would be like, but because of her, I always had an amazing Christmas. Like she couldn't give me with a podmas because she was gifting me with keyboards and, and uh, Walkmans and my little pony type shit. Although I've never really had a, my little pony, but some, some toys in that genre. Uh, for example, my favorite gift, which is a gift I still want to replace because I fucked it up. Cause I wasn't listening was a talk boy pen. Uh, that shit from home alone where he had the little recorder where he could change the voice. They came out with a pen, an ink pen one year. And I'll never forget. My mom was like, Hey, don't take that pen in the bathroom with you while you go run your bath. Don't take that pen in there while you go run your bath. And I'm like, bitch, Kevin McAllister did all his cool shit in the bathroom with his talk boy. Fuck you. I'm taking my shit in there. I had a cute little pocket up here. Little thingy thing thing. Bent down. That shit went blue, 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 blue. <laughs> I had that pen for two days. That shit. I don't think I ever wrote with it. Don't think I ever recorded it. Don't even know what the features were because it's. And when I tell you, I just didn't say shit. I just made the pen disappear. 
uh, thank God they weren't clocking me the way that these credit card companies are clocking me now. But so now that I am a full fledged adult and uh, have credit cards and have made a plethora of mistakes, paid some off, bought some out, uh, promised to only use them for emergencies, or I'm only going to put shit on there that I can pay off the next month. And then the next month comes and you're like, bitch, I'm not giving you that much money. I'll give you half on it, a quarter on it. And before you know it, $12,000 of debt. Um, <laughs> and while I am very blessed because I don't feel like $12,000 is going to sink me, um, my new understanding of wealth and money and what it means to be an adult, my $12,000 uh, is an embarrassment and I'm insecure about it because I feel as though society tells us, we tell each other, we get kind of two stark messages, uh, live like there's no tomorrow or save like there's several tomorrows. And as young as I am, I'm 33 and I always still feel very young, uh, probably because I live on a college campus in a fucking dorm, but that's none of your business, although I just shared it. Um, I always feel like there's still time, like, oh, you'll figure it out, you'll figure it out, you'll figure it out, you'll figure it out. Uh no, you won't. Uh, because if you don't get ahead of shit like that, $12,000 could be $20,000 could be $100,000. And then now I'm sucking dick trying to get a talk boy pin, or the next Beyonce colorway, which if that bitch drops something red, I will buy it. Um, but the $12,000 worth of debt, while I'm insecure about it, it also accumulated because I was trying to feed other insecurities. Examples include uh, taking people out for drinks because you want to be around people because you don't feel so good about yourself or you don't really know how to uh, cultivate relationships that are not based on you giving some type of monetary gain or, you know, you buy these sneakers because you were a kid who couldn't get them because your parents couldn't afford them or they had this this stigma or thought that, hey, we just saw the neighbor get stabbed for his. So why the fuck will we buy you yours? You better get these K-Swiss. Or if you're me, I depressed shop. I'm a depressed shopper. I'm an emotional shopper. I'm a not so single black female addicted to retail. And well, that's why I have $12,000 worth of credit card debt. And um, so I got back to that one credit card where I said a majority of it is consolidated on it. And I got a loan consolidation, uh, maybe a year, a year and a half ago. And it was so smooth. It was so quick. She took they. I literally went to a credit union, which if you have one in your town school job, if you're affiliated with it, I highly recommend you go take a meeting with them because they do amazing things like help you do loan consolidation. And the one that I'm a part of, fortunately, now that I'm a part of it, it's like once again, blood in, blood out. I, I can use it no matter where I go, if I leave, if I stay, when I do get to that place of buying my house, bitch, even when I buy a mansion off of Insecure, the TV series, I'm using my credit union for the best rate. So I highly recommend you get those. But I digress. So I went to the credit union, super embarrassed. Honestly, to be fully transparent, I probably still had about the same amount of debt a year and a half ago. So that speaks to how you can treat the wound, but if you don't get to the symptoms around it, or you could treat the symptoms, but if you don't get to the wound, that makes more sense, dummy. If you you can cr treat the symptoms, but if you don't 
like let that wound heal like it's going to stay a wound. And I say all that to say my credit score, even with the crazy amounts of debt, my credit score is impeccable. Uh, I'm very proud of my credit score. That's one area where I'm not into queer. I'm into straight as fuck on that. My credit score is a white, straight, cis, hetero man. Keep it that way. So even though I had <laughs> this, 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 what I assumed was a, a crippling amount of debt, um, I had a great credit score, so they had no problem giving me the, like the best option for loan consolidation. And uh, one of the things I will say about going to a credit union, while this is not going to be a financial super, well, shit, maybe it will be. Maybe this is my new calling. Um, while I think that the deal they gave me was phenomenal, I didn't do enough research. Like in my mind, I thought they were going to pay off my debt. And then I had to just like give them literally them a monthly payment, like walk it over, uh, Venmo it, whatever the case may be. I didn't realize that they were going to literally take all my credit card debt and put it on their credit card. So it's like the debt is still there. And like it actually hit my uh, credit score pretty slightly. Like it hit it enough for me to be upset because I was so proud of my credit score. But like it has bounced back tenfold. Um, But and then I remember like I was supposed to meet with the head person and we were going to go over budgeting, budgeting, budgeting. The whole point was we're going to wipe this debt for you so you can now learn to be an adult and live under these boundaries which is something I've talked about all season one and from there you pay us back so the $12,000 debt that I had with them how it's kind of still the same because keep in mind the $844 or $884 the $404 were not on the credit card where I have this big amount of debt I'm still actively using the other cards that I keep getting uh, loan forgiveness on or keep getting consolidated so something that I am planning to work on uh, for this is to learn to stop using the cards, pay down the debt, living off of my debit card, letting those literally be for an emergency. And in my mind, Beyonce dropping anything will always constitute an emergency. But the 35 pairs of Yeezys, which I just bought a pair not two weeks ago, it's coming today. It should be here within a day or two. I'm so excited to not wear them and fuck me. But uh, some things that I'm also concerned about, which I think will become a part of whatever season is I'm very concerned about these big life things. I am really concerned about what my home will look like. Will I be able to afford the movers? Will I be able to furnish it the way I want? Can me and my partner take trips and go and live and be like, I want to get to a place where I am not insecure about my finances at all. And in order to do that, it starts with respecting that dream like this whole you'll get there you're young you'll figure it out is like I think it does us a disservice because no one tells you that eventually you will be 33 and thank god I don't have any real friends right now so I don't have a bunch of you people to buy gifts for but if I did I would literally have to forge you all this podcast because your girl don't have it to give away um so that is uh what I have received on my 12th day of Podmas and I hope that you all enjoyed this episode because I just want to say um credit card debt aside gifts aside family aside friends aside all that shit aside like in the year of COVID and 2020 we have saw life be so 
fragile. We have seen the worst of the worst on instant replay from Brianna Taylor. I'm never going to stop saying her fucking name, Brianna Taylor, to George Floyd, to COVID, to just death and and despair and so many people don't have jobs this year and so many people don't have homes this year and so many people's careers are so so transient right now because we just don't know what tomorrow holds because we're playing a pandemic by ear so I share with you guys that I had $12,000 worth of debt majority of which I received pre-COVID so COVID has really kind of put a foot in my ass to remind me that what a luxury it is to have $12,000 worth of debt and still be very comfortable and still be able to to pay my bills because while it fucking pissed me off to pay damn near $1,200 before leaving my apartment I was so blessed to have $1,200 to pay my bills so I want you guys to give yourselves grace this holiday season because this might be the one year like I get it some of you all because of your insecurities because of your kids insecurities because of consumerism because Beyonce keeps dropping the flyest shit I've ever touched um there's this 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 track of let's keep buying let's keep consuming let's 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 not this year this year I highly recommend you recycle upcycle do things that cost nothing and still show your love because the fact that we can't hug each other, hang out with each other, see each other is also going to kind of push that. Now I got to throw money at it, but it's, 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 it's not worth it because you don't know. A lot of you might know that your finances are perfect forever and things are things and, and you can afford to do it and kudos to you and power to you. But if you're in a, a slight, it's a queer place when it comes to your finances be honest with people about that shit tell them the truth and and this is a great time to teach your teens and preteens and little cousins and brothers and family members about the true spirit of Christmas for me as much as I love that talk boy pen and as much as I can't wait to find one that's not $3,000 on eBay today, if I could have that pen or my grandmother, God rest her soul, I'm putting my money with Lamorse Lillian Latimer. I will never forget the gifts she gave me, but the gift she gave me was herself. I take that any day and I can guarantee you the people that you're probably waiting in line for fucking dumbass PS5s or the new Yeezys or the new whatever the fuck is coming out or whatever's always been on someone's wish list. I guarantee you, you are more valuable to them than anything you can buy. And if you're not, you shouldn't be spending your fucking money on them anyway, because I don't know about y'all. I'm a gift and this is all y'all getting from me this year. So I highly recommend that you get on that same gift giving plan. Because also, we are just gluttonous. We are gluttonous. We are gluttonous. We are gluttonous. We have way too much shit. We produce so much shit, there's nowhere to throw the shit away. You know, like in New York City, we have I have a page that I follow and I love called stupid, which I'm going to put it in the comments because they have gold mines stupid is literally a page where all over the five boroughs of new york city 
people go around the city and take pictures of things that people have thrown away because we have so much shit or we've outgrown it or it doesn't fit our new apartment or whatever. And when I say shit, I mean art. I mean tables. I mean beds. I mean guitars. I mean shit that's brand new. I mean plants. This plant right here, I have a plant. Oh, for some of you who don't know, I'm also now actively recording videos so you can kind of see my face on YouTube. So while I still don't have all the pieces figured out, like for this podcast, I know I'm going to add some jingly music and do some shit. So I don't know how that's going to translate on the post edit for YouTube, but I'm going to do my best to succinct it, succinct it, to sync it well, so it can be succinct. <laughs> but for those of you in YouTube land, you can see this little piece of a tree while I won't, I'm out this tree. I got from Stupin. I found a whole fucking tree that is living in my office from Stupin. And I say all that to say, we are overrun with shit. We have too much shit. I have 40 pairs of shoes that I have not ever worn. We have too much shit. People don't need more shit. And if you have that kind of shit, instead of buying new shit to give to somebody else, give the shit you got already away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. But in this Christmas season, hold on to whatever family you can safely do so. Give yourself grace, peace, give each other grace and peace. And if you're a young person who's used to being spoiled or getting what you want or having these massive lists, please know that everyone is overworked, overly uh, stimulated, overwhelmed. And I think for the first time, I'm not the only person who's insecure, insecure about finances and future. So. Make this Christmas the true meaning of Christmas about love and community and family and giving. But let's not make it about the consumerism, the over shopping, the massive Christmases. And and let's kind of reimagine what holidays like this mean, because we've seen once again in 2020, nothing will ever be the same. So for you to try to hold yourself to this Christmas standard makes no fucking sense right now. It makes no sense. Because some people, I was about to say it's just another day, but some people won't even get to see that day. Um, But I'm going to get off my high horse because a bitch got to get prepared for episode, uh, episode for the 11th day of Podmas dropping soon. Um, Thank you for this. If you like this, please like, share, subscribe, leave comments, share it with your friends. I don't think I'm the first podcaster to do Podmas, but when I looked it up, I didn't see anybody. So if Chloe Beck innovated Podmas and you see your favorite doing it, Unless you can timestamp that they did it before me in in our Lord's year of the 2020, the year of hell. This is mine. I might have to trademark it. Can you trademark a podmas? I might have to do the thing, let you hoes know it's mine. Give my shit, give my credit, claim me, do it for the gram, do it for the vine. I ain't going to do it because the vine don't exist anymore. But that was what my insecurity gave me on the 12th day of Podmas. Stay tuned for the 11th day of Podmas. Stay with me. Uh, And uh, whatever. Merry Christmas, I guess. See ya.